Hey everyone, welcome to a podcast from Pinebridge's LGBTQ plus and allies network. My name is Hari Chitnavis. I'm a member of our LGBTQ plus community and a private funds group associate in our London office. I'll be joined today by my colleagues, Tracy Ahern, Loic Rontier and Karina Graf. To mark Pride Month, we wish to share perspectives from our LGBTQ plus colleagues and allies, our activity as a network and discuss how we can all be effective allies. Pride Month began after the Stonewall Riots, a series of LGBTQ liberation protests in New York in 1969. In contrast, modern day Pride Month honors the movement for LGBT rights, celebrates our culture, and aims to raise awareness of challenges facing our community. Pinebridge's network was formed in 2020 to improve the visibility and awareness of our community via social, educational, and charitable initiatives. But more than that, it's a place for everyone to come together, regardless of our sexual orientation and gender identity. The key point for us is that almost everyone is connected to the community in some way, whether through friends, family, or colleagues. I'll now turn over to Tracy, Loic, and Karina, who will introduce themselves in turn. Hello, I'm Tracy Ahern. I'm the Chief Financial Officer and Chief Risk Officer here at Pinebridge. I've had the pleasure of being here for over four and a half years now um, and thrilled to be part of the uh, group and um, pulling things together uh, for our community and representation here within Pinebridge. On a personal note, um, I have been married to my wife for the last 17 years. We've been together for close to 20. Uh, we have a 13-year-old son. Um, I'm a former board member of the Human Rights Campaign, which is one of the largest LGBTQ plus activist groups in the United States um, and currently quite active in Florida equality, where we are trying to heighten awareness for all of the needs of our community uh, quite broadly throughout the state of Florida. Uh, thank you, Tracy. Uh, I, my name is uh, Loic Rentios. I am a managing director in the Pilot Funds Group here in London. Um, I've been with Pinebridge since uh, 2006. And um, on a personal note, I've been with my husband for 20 years. I, I am very active uh, across various uh, charities, uh, most recently with one focusing on LGBTQ homelessness. In terms of my role here, I'm a member of the LGBTQ network, and I look forward to share my experience. And uh, thank you, Karina. Hi, my name is Karina, and I have been with Pinebridge since January 2018. Hari and I started on the same day. Uh, I work in the EMEA client services team, and I'm based in our Munich office, and I am proud to say that I'm our LGBTQ plus network's number one ally. Great. Thank you all. So let's turn to our first topic of LGBTQ plus experiences and perspectives. So I'll start with Loic first. As a member of our LGBTQ plus community, how would you describe your experience of the asset management industry? And how do you feel perceptions of our community have changed over time? Thank you, Harry. To put uh, things in perspective, I started working in May of 1998. Things were very different from what they are today. I didn't know or did not have any openly out LGBTQ mentor known to be successful in the financial service industry. And certainly at the time, it was very common to hear that you do not share anything about your private life. You do not share about your uh, sexual identity. That lack of mentorship led me to stay deeply in the closet. This being said, since that time, 
things have changed quite considerably. And I would say the first change, which was important in my being comfortable with uh, who I was and who I am today, was when I joined AIG, and I believe it was either in 2006 or in 2007, AIG launched... uh, what would be an equivalent of an employee affinity group for LGBTQ employees. And while that initiative didn't really last long as a result of what happened in 2008, it was an opportunity for me to see and realize I was not alone. There were people like me, a former community, at different levels of seniority across the organization. And that's only helped me feel a bit more comfortable about being who I was. The second step that led me to be more comfortable about my identity was around the Marriage Equality Act in the U.S., where it became feasible to get married uh, across all of the state in the U.S. That really gave me a confidence to be fully transparent, to introduce my husband and not to be ashamed of not fitting a certain mold and certain idea. And I think that was the most important step forward for me to come out at work. Lifting the veil about my private life is not about providing the nitty-gritty of what I do on the weekend. It's just being able to share your personal story, your identity, without the fear of repercussion. Certainly since then, I feel that Pinebridge has given me all of the tools and opportunity to feel comfortable. I didn't feel any repercussion on my ability to grow within the organization. And certainly I've seen that ultimately it was mostly my fear that prevented me from feeling comfortable more than anybody else outside to cause me to feel uncomfortable. So it was very much a self-induced fear that led me to not want to share my personal identity. And so far I have to say Pinebush is certainly a great place for me to work, to feel comfortable, to feel welcome without any repercussion. Thanks for sharing that, Loic. Yeah, I think it all comes down to, or for me as an ally, to creating an environment for others so they can be comfortable to share their true selves and just be themselves. I also have had colleagues um, come out to me. Hari, you and I talked about this before that I'm okay to share this. And I don't even remember if I had a reaction or not, but I know it was day two of us meeting, (laughs) January 3rd, 2018. And we got into pretty deep conversation about ourselves. Like I shared a lot and you shared a lot and we just became friends. And I think it's all about mutual respect and not assuming anything about someone being kind and being tolerant. I think it's important and fine to ask questions and ask for feedback too. Like, I mean, hey, does this bother you when I do or say this? Or how do you want me to address something? I mean, no one is perfect. We're all going to make mistakes, but we have to educate each other about different identities and experiences. It just needs to be an open conversation. I also think it's healthy to challenge one's own prejudices and also discomfort around certain topics. And That only works when you speak about them, and especially when you listen to what others have to say and other opinions. And um, I think an ally is somebody who stands up for equal and fair treatment of people, similar or different than them, 
and offer some of the powerful and effective voices for those who are underrepresented and to promote their inclusion. And you hit the nail on the head. What is the importance of what we are doing today at Pinebush with the network is to show who we are, to demystify what the community is, and to help people understand we are no different than any other people across the organization and, frankly, across our community. What is important is the communication, the education aspect, and the reaching out, making the effort to communicate and share. An ally is also someone who will help us, but always also to help you to spread, communicate, and share. So thank you very much for doing what you're doing. Thank you. So um, turning to Tracy next. Tracy, what would you say are the main challenges that remain and what do you see as the most urgent priorities? Thanks, Karina. Uh, clearly right now, it feels like the ground is shifting a bit. The advent of social media has allowed a very vocal minority uh, to begin to express very negative uh, views towards our community. This is also coupled with some underlying political events, particularly here in the U.S., we're now seeing our community being used somewhat as a pawn. Things like school choice and others are, are funding groups that um, are really expressing absolute hate and disregard for our community. So I think what it's done is it's taken a period, as, as Lloyd talked about, when marriage became legal, um, a lot of us became somewhat more complacent um, living our lives and just going on normally, um, I think now we're facing a challenge where we have to go through a period of re-education, building activist networks like we did a number of years ago to really put ourselves back out there um, and remind people to Lloyd's point that um, our families are the same as everyone else and that we are a big part of the community. I can tell you, uh, having just made the move from the Northeast to Florida, where it's now becoming increasingly challenged, our families had the experience almost of coming out again, which is a little unique um, because it's you're introducing your family, whether it's through our son's school, um, soccer and so forth. We're meeting a lot of new people for the first time. And obviously, um, our family dynamics are a bit different. Fortunately, it's been actually a wonderful experience. We, we've had no issues and people have been very welcoming. Um, he's made friends, we've made friends, and it's worked out well, which gives you the confidence that what we're hearing in the ecosystems are really a vocal minority. However, I think, um, like anything else, if you don't take it seriously and, and don't really um, focus on countering that vocal minority fairly quickly, things can begin to shift in a way that would be even more detrimental than they've already become in some instances. The backlash on the trans community is really unprecedented. To actually be able to go out and publicly say some of the things that are being said hasn't happened in quite some time. I would say the majority uh, of the things that we fought for ha have remained um, and are there. We just need to utilize this time to be very aware, very focused, and really making sure we communicate how positive the, advan the advances that have come over the last 15 to 20 years are not just for our community, but for the community as a whole. Businesses thrive when there's an open, diverse environment. Families thrive when everyone participates fully, but it is a time of concern and we do have to be careful. 
I think also it's been a reality check, at least for my generation, who, uh, you know, at least on my side, had perhaps assumed at least some aspects of LGBTQ plus equality uh, were settled, uh, whether in law or otherwise, in terms of acceptance. And whilst it's disheartening uh, to see uh, some of the setbacks we're experiencing, um, it's encouraging to see um, so much motivation among uh, some of the younger generations as well, and perhaps a greater understanding of what previously happened over the course of the last few decades as well. Nothing is ever set in stone unless you continue to support and remind you are at risk of losing memories and therefore potentially endangering your right. I think that goes across multiple segments of our society, not just our community. People need to remember where we come from, why we fought for it, and why it is important to continue fighting for it. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that... Uh... As an ally, it's also just so important to get involved in the community and to show your support. So thank you. So let's turn to our network's activity and how we can all help as allies. Hari, can you talk about how our group was formed and what initiatives we have undertaken? Sure. So we began as a group in summer 2020 with the aim of creating a community for LGBTQ plus employees and allies to come together to help support each other, improve awareness through shared experience. And for me personally, the network offered a change of perspective because I'd previously thought that matters like this weren't really something to be broadly shared in a workplace environment. Um, however, the network kind of helped me realize the importance of being able to share aspects of your life, you know, however mundane or otherwise with a wide array of colleagues. I think the point is, is that, you know, your personal life is as relevant, not more, not less, as anyone else's. And everyone should be able to share how their weekend or holiday was, build relationships naturally without having to redact uh, you know, their partner or any aspects of themselves. And actually, since the network's launch, it's been great to see us all uh, kind of evolve into a, a community that has organized fundraisers and panel events, social events. We've heard uh, from... Uh, panelists from the Human Rights Campaign, as well as our own Pinebridge employees, about how we can be better allies to transgender and non-binary individuals, how we can uh, explore the use of inclusive language. And also recently, our network marked Pride Night in New York with a night of charity baseball uh, with the Mets, uh, where we raised money for some anti-bullying programs in New York schools. So it's just been really encouraging to see our sessions start from something quite formal to a really nice uh, and supportive base of individuals, uh, some allies uh, like yourself, Karina, and some uh, identifying as LGBT who are just looking to help raise awareness of these issues and um, have some fun at the same time. I would say just again, thank you to this group. Like all of the community groups that we have, this is employee-led volunteers this team has worked exceptionally hard to put together a great program over the years. And as part of executive management, want to thank them. As part of the community, want to thank them. Um, I think this has been a success for the firm in the last several years. But um, I personally have seen this group work so hard and, and just want to thank them. Uh, they all have day jobs. Um, so this is really um, an act of love. And it's it's truly impactful. And I think just looking at for a firm this global 
the consistency and messaging that they've been able to put together is tremendous. So thank you for really a terrific effort. Great. Thanks, Tracy. Uh, Karina, it would be great to hear from you in terms of what you've learned from participating in our network and especially as an ally, as well as how people listening can be the most effective allies. Yeah, sure. So I think what the most important thing that I've learned is to listen, to ask questions and to speak up when you feel somebody is not being treated fairly or as you would treat anybody familiarize yourself with the language and be respectful. I mean, it doesn't have to mean that you understand everything, but representation matters, especially when somebody isn't in the room. I think it's easy to imagine that when you witness hateful language, you will take action and right the wrongs and effortlessly challenge the behavior and views of people. But the reality can be very different. And truthfully, sometimes standing up against discrimination can be quite intimidating. So I think it's important to let your voice be heard, although it's not always easy. There are situations where being an ally really, really counts. My best friend is getting married to her girlfriend next week, and they've been together for 13 years. So I I grew up with them as a couple. And talking to them, the most important thing is just treat me like a normal human being. Like, I'm not special because I'm straight or gay or bi. I'm special because I'm special and because I'm a good person. And I mean, that's why I love you. And that's part of you. So don't make a big deal out of it, but just be there. Corinna, one thing I like is speaking up. Don't be passive. The way of being supportive is when you observe someone being mistreated or discriminated is say something. If you don't understand something, ask. And that's really what I hope this network will do is we are able we are present, we are available to answer questions. If people have questions, there is no bad question. One of the many roles I see the network doing is answering those questions that people may have. I love what you said around uh, your friends asking you not to treat uh, any differently than you would treat anybody else. At the end of the day, what I see the most important thing is people to realize we are no different. It's just love. It is. Thank you, Karina. I appreciate you doing, uh, you know, being an ally. And again, you are going above and beyond to reach out and to, you know, connect with us. And I think that is wonderful. I think what this network has shown is that it's totally okay to be yourself at work and reach out to your LGBTQ plus colleagues and allies and friends in the exact same way as you would anyone else. See if there are organisations or come to us with which you can volunteer and donate your time as well as any resources to and ask questions because even for us as members of the community we've been on a learning experience and i feel like we are always continually um improving our own understanding of others within the community perhaps in different segments as well as our own so for me it's been really great to kind of learn from everyone on the network and thank you harry for your leadership Great. Thank you all. I think with that, we'd like to thank everyone for listening in today and stay tuned for further communication from our network. Please do reach out to us in the meantime at pride at pinebridge.com. Um.